to the store the shit was gone we pulled up to the store and it was gone it it had to have been less than a month and i was there it wasn't even a month maybe three weeks yeah and I'm like, oh my god so we're in the same exact time where people have you know built so much and losing everything because when uranus goes into taurus the change of hands of money takes place like yes old money dies, new money comes alive. Um, even though a lot of people lost their fortunes, the last time Uranus was in Taurus, um, the most self-made millionaires were created during that time. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the money hands are changing. But what I want people to understand is that um, the last time we were having these exact transits, Herbert Hoover was being inducted into office. And everybody loved him going in. He was a Leo rising. He talked all this big money shit, prosperity for everybody. Like, go back and look. Herbert Hoover was a Leo rising. He had placements that conjunct America's ascendance. Okay. And America's part of fortune, America's North Node. So he talked all this rah-rah, get money stuff. But then when the system crashed, he didn't give any stimulus checks. He was giving everything to business owners and corporations the little man was literally starving. Yes, and that's when food rations happened too, which is very Uranus and Taurus. Thank you, girl. Everything was being rationed out. That's when the whole government was, that's when the government cheese um, shit started because people were standing in line for basically food baskets and they were like, where are the bailouts? Why isn't the president doing anything for us? They voted his ass out so fast in four years because he didn't do anything. And he promised so much. He promised so much. And we are in that same exact energy right now. Yes. We're in that same exact energy. So I want people to think about that. Granted, you know, you can feel how you feel about politics, whatever. I'm not a political person, but... Just look, I want people to look at the energies without a biased eye. Yes. The unbiased eye is important. And I started recording. I ain't even counted down. I want to include everything that you said. I'm sorry. I was just like, oh, no, she's she's so on point. I want y'all, welcome back to Spiritual Gangster Certified. I'm your host, Janae Jones or Illy Bish. Call me either. I answered either. I'm just not late for astrology or a meal. Telling you. But I have the fabulous astrology lady. Thank you. Hey, everybody. What's good? Apollonia was, here, aka the astrology lady. <laughs> she was just she was just breaking it the fuck down. This is exactly why I have these chat and chill sessions with brilliant minds. Because no shade to y'all that be doing the astrology where like you only concerned about your placements. No shade to y'all that be doing astrology where you be throwing up your cafe astrology grid. <laughs> Listen, we all had to start. So I did that shit a long time ago. And then I was like, oh, as soon as I see somebody like, what the hell is this shit? 
I was like, yep. okay, so I was, I was supposed to look at the wheel. Oh, oh okay. So I'm guilty yeah. of it myself. But what you were just talking about and what we led into talking about is a weird political climate right now, y'all. Mm-hmm. And she was fabulously explaining, we're not, um, we're not going to be biased up in here. We're not going to be biased up in here. There's, we, we got to wait. You said again for Mars to come out of retrograde. Yes. We would need to wait. I would, I would recommend that everyone waits to see what's going to happen with this election after Mars and Mercury are out of shadow. Um, Mars is due to go direct on the 15th. I think it's Sunday. And um, Mercury went direct. Mercury finally went back into Scorpio. But we still have about five to eight degrees left to go before it completely comes out of shadow. So this is why there was so much commotion with this election, because Mercury was in retrograde the day of the election. Like it went direct that night. That day. So... While everybody was out voting and stuff like that, this is also Mercury retrograde. States still haven't completed the count. So I want everybody to be aware because Mercury rules our language, our verbiage, speaking. So the words that we choose to use. So I want everyone to be aware that they are stating, they keep stating Biden is the projected president-elect. So Look at the verbiage that yes. they're using. Um, they haven't, they didn't say he won. They didn't say, um, or whatever they say, like, uh, I forget what they said, what they say when you win, but, um, pay attention to the verbiage because I don't think that Trump is going to go out that easily because he wants the rest of those states counted. That's what he wants. And, He's, he deserves that, you know, yeah, if you are playing this game of becoming a president, don't fucking play with the rules because you don't like me. Let I me play right. by the rules. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it as if I'm on Trump's side, because again, I don't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> you know, it's, I'm just a Negro black woman, honey, in the United States. And my opinion does not matter that fucking much. Right. So, I have no dog in this fight, but I'm saying from two white men fighting for that position, let the rules be the fucking rules. Yeah. Count all the states. That's We've never seen anything like this where you can call some shit when all states haven't been counted. So, um, and y'all know I'm a conspiracy theorist about, <laughs> you know, three, four days out the week. And um, when they were saying that people had uh sent in mail in ballots of they dead relatives information. That's a That's some crazy shit. It was did you see the maiden name thing too? Now look, I look at that like you, I don't have no horse in this race. I am not polarized politically. I just gotta navigate whatever political waters are a result of all this shit. That. So that's what I'm focused on. But I was like, yo, there were people who voted or votes were counted for maiden names. And they voted under their married name. Like, I'm seeing all types of stuff. And I know there's a lot of deception in the air. And yep. I know shit is, like, not Very true. Not on point right now. So I'm just like, I'm going to be quiet and watch. Because exactly And whenever they said, too, that certain states, say if a state only had 130,000 registered voters, but 
160,000 ballots came in. It'd be shit like that. So at the end of the day, hate Trump or not, if you were him, you would be mad if they playing with the rules. Yeah. Don't the fucking rules. Don't keep on moving the goalposts if my fat ass is running. You know, right. we all hate the we all hate the Freddy Krueger dream when the hallway keeps getting longer and we running from our fucking demons and our nightmares. You you get mad too. Yes. Don't keep moving the goalposts. So I could see why he's pissed off. Um the government clearance process that they usually start when someone wins the presidency, that hasn't been done for Biden yet. And that's a rarity. They they have to start your uh, credentialing process in all of these systems like three months ahead of time, which is why the president isn't inducted until January because it right. takes time to give you all these clearances and, you know, make you a ward of the fucking state or or the the world or yeah, the, the world States. yeah let's let's put you in yeah. here and get you ready to be at the helm yeah. exactly so i think he's i think it's going to be late as well with the induction just based upon what what's happening now so i think that this mercury retrograde is like it fucked up everything to be off schedule now. Yes, it did. So different from anything else we've ever seen before ever. So, and I feel it's amazing because we are in the midst of history right now. Yes. America is going through its Pluto return. So that's why you see so many old values and constructs and systems like just coming down to fall. Yes. Um, America's going through our Pluto return. We're Pluto and Capricorn, and it's time for a whole new world. And help me explain to people, because I think a lot of people, and I know you already know, because I know you know your shit. Most people don't understand returns. And I had to tell some people, mm. a person is not going to have a, pl a Pluto return while they're alive. Like, yes. that's just, <laughs> Pluto is an outer planet. It takes a very long time to yes. go around the sun so it's very important that when we're looking at like the u.s's chart you know any established foundation or country yeah. you know you see things happening on a collective scale because pluto is generational and no matter how we choose to pick our sides or not pick our sides this time it's ordained yeah. for this to go on as far as the stars are concerned like this is what we got to do with yeah. we we can't force nothing mm -hmm. i would um and to add to that that's a really good thing um you said when you said every person isn't going to have a pluto return of course not because it takes the outer planets move very slowly guys i want to say that to the audience the outer planets move very slowly and one thing i'm always asked by my clients friends family so you know if we have a birth chart and all of this shit, you know, so does that mean everything is, is written? You were destined for things. And I'm, and I tell people all the time in this game of life that we have here on earth. Um, I believe that life is 60% free will and 40% destiny. Mm -hmm. And that 40% destiny rules the four outer, outer planets, Saturn, um, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Mm -hmm. Because when the outer planets come into play, you will be thrown off your fucking square. It ain't nothing you can do. Yeah. The outer planets is what 
gives you your makes you earn your stripes. Yeah. It's what evolves your soul. The whole game can't be free will. It would be no point in us being here. It would yes. be no point in you being in the body. It would be no point in me being a body. If we controlled the entire fucking system, it would be no point of this. We're not put here to be a perfect soul in a human defaulted body right. to manifest perfection. That's not the point of earth and life. Right, You're not right. trying to perfect this realm. You're perfect where you come from. You came down here to experience the squalor, the bullshit. Yes. That's here for. So trying to get to this role path of perfection, fuck all that. Learn your lessons, evolve, take that shit in and go on. That's, mm -hmm. that's the point of it. So I say all of that to say, whenever you are in the midst of a return, that energy is challenging you. It's shaking you up to evolve your soul. It's, it's there for a reason. On a human level, oh, yes, it's fucked up. It hurts. Why do I got to go through this? Yeah. Bitch, I ain't never coming back to earth. On a human level, I get that. But on a soul level, your soul needed to do that for some divine mystic purpose that you may not understand while you're in the flesh. Yes. So... Take that as you will, but I say all of that to say any place, corporation that you can have or find an inception date, pull that date and place it to top of the morning because most things are signed into order at the top of the morning. Right. State action, if it's a country, uh, a treaty, a law. It's usually signed in at the top of the morning. So that's why I read America's natal chart um, at top of the morning, July 4th, 1776. Okay. And that makes us an early degree Leo rising and it places Pluto and Capricorn at about 26 degrees. So we're hovering back and forth as Pluto goes direct in retro. We're hovering back and forth over our Pluto retrograde. I'm sorry, mm. our Pluto return, pardon right. me. And I implore people out there, say you may be into weather or meteorology, you can set up your astrology practice to focus strictly on weather or um, strictly on, yeah, weather, meteorology, because mm -hmm. I've done this myself as a project. The last time Houston had that really bad storm, I pulled the inception date or incorporation date of Houston as a city. I pulled the natal chart for top of the morning and I saw the storm that fucked Houston up right there in their sixth house. Mm. The houses of well-being are the first house, the sixth house. So if something crazy is going on there, that's a city that's probably going to have a storm or some type of fucked upness. You can do that for New Orleans. Yeah. Look at the last time Katrina happened, pulled the uh, birth date or incorporation date of that city and I guarantee you, you'll be able to see that storm so you can do that for cities you can do that and then curate that shit package your shit real nicely and sell it to these weather channels and meteorologists and shit like that yes. so it's so much that you can do with the science of astrology more than just seeing if your nigga cheating on you. Like, there's so much you can do with it. 
So when I tell people, my name is Apollonia, AKA the astrology lady, and I bring the stars to you, like literally, I, I'm decoding it for you and showing you the blessings of that because there's so much more you can do with astrology. So you don't have to just be looking at people's natal charts and, and doing readings. Like I said, you can do it for weather. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to style people and you start taking the data or birth information of the people that you style looking at their birthdays okay this person has taurus here they seem they seem to like they shit tailored here a little bit this like that like you can have that shit curated so nicely where all you got to do is pull their chart and you know exactly how to style them you yep. know stuff like that it's so much that you could do with it so much so i want people to not limit themselves not be fearful of their returns and expand your minds like bust that bitch open and don't just box yourself in parameters yourself in yes you touched on so many poignant things because you know while we love to see the popularity of astrology we don't want people treating this like a parlor trick we do not want people treating this as some sort of just little fun thing that i do i mean hey if if you only casually look into it that's fine but it the problem arises with those who casually look into it think they know astrology and they don't even know something that is like plain, simple, and truthful as what you just said. We can pull a chart for empty thing. I would like to, I would like to touch on that because now here's the thing. I do not want to discourage any baby grasshopper astrologers out there from not learning and earning their strikes. I don't mm-hmm. want to discourage you. So please don't take this as that because I was once a baby grasshopper astrologer and I had to comb through and earn my stripes too. And it took me a while to throw out my shingle. And it took mentors of mine to say, App, you ready? App, you ready? When are you going to? I ain't even going to tell you anymore. When? You know, and I'm not saying that you need somebody else to validate you because you don't. Right. However, don't think that you can look at YouTube videos for a few months and say, oh, I could do that. No, you You're cannot. Right. It, it comes with more than that. It comes from more than that. It's going to take more time. And... How much time depends on you, but there are certain things that you have to know or be equipped or ready to handle because people don't understand that when I have sessions, one-on-one sessions, I kick up a lot of shit in people's lives, Mm -hmm. touch on shit that people didn't expect me to know, Mm -hmm. what the fuck, you know, so it takes time to be able to properly handle that and process it because you leave you know how many clients come to me and say like yeah they were a good astrologer or whatever but they kicked up all this shit in my life and now it's just on my lap what do I do with it now a lot of people don't have the end game of how to get there and that might come from me being a psych major I tell people all the time growing up I wanted to be a psychiatrist so I studied psychology for three years. I minored in education. So my degree started there. So 
I already brought that that psychological piece to it. Mm -hmm. And now I realize, okay, I didn't just want to be an overpaid pill pusher to people. I'm actually able to help people with astrology. I'm actually able to do that part. So if you want to be an astrologer and say you didn't take any courses in in, in psychology, get you some psych books as well as your astrology books. Read both. Um, Read the things that licensed clinical social workers read because this is what you are actually doing. Yes. You have the spiritual piece on top of that, but you're going to have to add the fundamental piece too. Like so many people I feel get into astrology because it's very ego based. Mm -hmm. They want somebody to say, Oh yeah, you right. Yeah. I don't do that. Right. A lot of times the shit I predict for people, I'd be like, girl, I hope I'm wrong. Oh God, I hope I'm wrong. But they hit me back and be like, bitch, you was right. It happened just like that. And I'm like, oh my God. All right, let me think about what we need to do now. Like, right. you know, it, it's that kind of thing. So if it's ego based for you, no, don't do it like that because that validation shit is going to die off quick. You're going to realize like, wow, I'm taking on real people with real problems and real energies. It's all of that. It's not just, oh yeah, you was right. No, it's so much more than that. So it's, what are you getting into it for? If you just want to be known and, and famous and all of that shit, no, because it's work. It's work. Yes. When I tell you my Facebook inbox is full, my Instagram DMs is full, my emails is full. It's hard trying to get to everybody, trying to live my own life, have a social life. The life and time in the day of an astrologer is difficult and it's still a business. I still got to try to market. I still got to try to cater to my audience. I, it's so many things that comes with it. It's not just rah, rah, people are going to like me and right. validate my shit. No, it's more than that. It's a job. And if you don't love it, it's not for you. Period. Not it's just not for you. I always tell people, if I hit the lottery tomorrow, I would be doing astrology for free for people. Yes. I wake up, I'm like, okay, where's the moon that I'm feeling off? Okay, what's going on here? Oh, oh shit. Okay. Like I feel all of that in my head, in my body, in my soul. The stars are me. So right. I couldn't do shit else but be an astrologer. I've been studying astrology since I was eight years old. So yeah. I know I, love I went it. on a tangent, but you I hope you guys No, no, that was appreciated and that needed to be said. And the whole time you were saying that, I was like my Capricorn energy is yeah. recognizing her Capricorn energy. My moon yeah. is like, hi. <laughs> yes. No, it's work. And and you're absolutely right. Like, I stayed in the closet about astrology for a long time because I was on my study, taking courses. I'm learning. And, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, I can't expect to look at YouTube for a little while and then be like, you know what? Yeah. You and can it's... be inspired by it, but you got to do the work. You do. And it's so many people that throw out their shingle too fast. Yeah. And when you throw out your shingle too fast, your client is going to come to me 
and be like, yeah, I had a session, but I need a little more. And it's nothing wrong with that because clients are going to try out different astrologers. One yeah. day you want to hear Badu, another day you want to hear Jill Scott. You're not supposed to stay with one astrologer. Right. You're artists. Let everybody look at your picture from a different perspective. However, if you're not on your A game to explain properly, thoroughly, comfortably, then you're probably not ready yet. That's all I'm going to say. You're probably not ready yet. And it's okay to be not ready. Let that shit simmer. I promise you it's going to taste better. Let it brew. So it's okay. Um, Don't feel like you have to jump out so soon and then you fuck your shit up and then you got to take 10 steps forward, four steps back. Like it's, you know, you don't want to have to keep doing that. But I'm happy that a lot of people are getting into astrology but don't come at it from a weirdo ass perspective. <laughs> don't come at it from a religious ass perspective. Don't box yourself. Don't take yourself out of one box to box yourself into somewhere right. else. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. It's not a one size fit all. And you just really keep chiseling at it till you like, oh, okay. Now I notice, okay, this with this little tweak to it does this versus this. Okay, you got to find your rhythm and your flow, and it takes time to brew your special sauce. Yes, that is absolutely right. And and in the days as we're getting to the end of the transit of Saturn home in Capricorn, where Saturn is like, look, people look at Saturn as so harsh and it wants to punish you. Not if you do the work. Yeah, not if you're in integrity. You know we biased, girl. We got Kathy. Yes, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, look, I have to learn that the hard way. Because at the very begin, like, shoot, at the end of Saturn being a Sagittarius, I was feeling that on my moon because my moon's at three degrees. So I was like, oh shit, something's coming. But like that, yeah. people get scared of these types of energy. But if you do your due diligence, you do your work, you're sincere about what you do, and you love it. Why would the universe conspire against you, you know? And we're going to see more more people into astrology when Jupiter goes into, especially when Pluto's in Aquarius, Jesus Christ. Um, I I don't even know what this scene is going to look like, but I wanted to ask you specifically, since you've studied it so long, what was the turning point for you for being like, you know what? I have come to the point where I know I can put myself out there like that. Because study it since eight, baby, that's beautiful. Yeah. I wish I had had my hands on something back then like that. Well, you know, the thing is, too, with growing up with astrology and my grandparents were, were woke-ass grandparents. Um, my grandfather was a Black Panther. My grandma mm. just had her hands in all types of pots and information. But my granddad was a Muslim. My grandma was Christian. So I kind of had the best of both worlds. Okay. And um, even though my family was semi-religious, but not really, it's like we were semi-religious because that was our core, but we was heathens too. So I, I'm, I was happy that I had a little bit of structure but not too structured where I couldn't explore. And um, my family didn't really hide information from me. So me being nine, 10 years old, reading astrology books and 
I would, you know, ask the guests and family friends that would come over like, hey, when's your birthday? And my parents would be like, shit, tell her she's really good. So, <laughs> you know, it was that kind of thing. Everybody knew that was my thing in the family. So it wasn't until, um, and I mainly dealt with um, numerology growing up and sun sign astrology. And it wasn't until I was about um, 18, 19 when I left home. And I started to delve into charts and the people mm. and stuff like that. So that's when I really started to dig in. And when I started getting, and I got into charts with one of my homegirls, she had a book at her house and we were like looking at the moon signs and all the different placements. And we were just having, we were sitting there sipping, having a good old time and Kiki. And we were just like, oh my God. Let's look up such and such because they always act like a fucking Gemini. And we were like <laughs> spot on. We were hitting everybody's moon based upon how they be acting. Yeah. And, um, it was crazy. So that's when we started like digging into charts and I never put it down after that. Like I started to build and build from there. So between the ages of 19 and 25, when I was going through my first divorce, like at that point, my ex-husband's friends was like, can your wife look at my shit? Because, yeah, that shit she told me was on point. And so now all of my ex-husbands, all his army buddies was coming over, reading my books, asking me questions, all of this kind of stuff. So um, he was like, yeah, that's, that's just my wife's little thing. That's just what she does. But by the time my divorce was happening, I was like, okay. People are coming to me, calling me, asking me questions and shit. I really need to like start doing this as a business. And at that point, I wasn't even niche down, meaning mm -hmm. I didn't know what area of focus, what I wanted to look at. I wasn't even, I wasn't that far yet, but um, I was in deep enough to know placements and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, after my divorce and I moved back, to the Maryland DC area and um I met my kid's dad and I was like looking at his chart and I was like well he seems harmless he got a Virgo stellium I never really fuck with no Virgo dudes like that you know and then I all I knew was like oh well every guy I date seems to have a little Virgo in them so maybe that's the commonality they weren't Virgos on the surface but all tucked under there and mm -hmm. shit Virgo so I accepted him and then that relationship bust the whole fucking can of paint open because I knew I was dealing with a full-fledged crazy motherfucker and I had settled down with them and built a life with them and started making babies with them and that's what really made me dig my hands into astrology on a deeper cosmic level gotcha. of dealing with a fucking psychopathic baby daddy. <laughs> Listen, I had one too and I like at that time I was only sun sign astrology and so I started separating from this motherfucker. I didn't have I don't have his birth time so I had to try rectifying his chart. He's a double Taurus. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure he's a Leo rising. It it, it fits. And yeah. then his Mars in Pisces is right on my son. Listen, there's a whole bunch so of shit. So that was heavy for y'all. Yes. A woman's son should never conjunct a man's Mars and should never conjunct his moon. Mm. And I say that because the head 
is too is too harsh. And I'll say this because of that, because a woman's son is the masculinity of who she is. Yes. That's how a woman exerts her masculinity via her son. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the Mars is is second back for us. It's the it's the son first. Okay. Then your Mars is second back. But for a man, it's his Mars then his son. Right. Because the man is the he's the phallus. That's Mars. So if a woman's son is conjunct her man's Mars, which one of us wearing the pants? And we better wear them both together. Shit. So a lot of times he probably looked at you as testing his gangster, but you was just being you. Yes. <laughs> you were just being you. And but he felt like you were trying to upstage him or I'm the man. You you ain't gonna bitch me. That's that kind of energy. Just like a woman's son should not conjunct a man's moon because he's going to be the feminine source of the union. Right. Now, a man's son is on his lady's moon. That's nice. Yeah, that's a Ooh. nice love. And it goes, it goes for homosexual couples too. Yes. Whoever is the feminine energy, mm-hmm. that feminine needs to be in the moon or the more docile energy or sign. Yes then the masculine over top of that. And I'm not trying to sound biased or anything like that, but we got to speak energies. Whoever is the masculine energy of the of the union mm-hmm. wants to be that masculine presence. Period. Yes, ma'am. Because yeah. people, people get it messed up because then they think that we're trampling all over the concept of being a woman. They're, they're not looking at it as they should be. Because what I want wind up telling people, and you touched on parts of it already, is, you know, masculine energy is projective. So that's why you can even say male genitalia is projective. Yes. You know what I mean? Feminine energy is receptive. Yes. But we all are made up of different parts of that. And the polarity of it all is so very important. Mm-hmm. It's so very important. So you, you're exactly right in what you said. And then, you know, if I feel like I had to activate that masculine energy within me in that situation, then the cat moon takes over. I got two grand earth trimes with my Mars and my Jupiter and my Taurus, um, my Venus and Taurus. Mm -hmm. So like I would do it. It's, it's not what it's easy. Like it's easy to get me in the mode of having to, okay, well, I got to take care of stuff, which I'm sure was very emasculating. So let me say this and I want to say this to the ladies out there because I've I've been single now. Everybody watched my fucking breakup through through my lives. Y'all watched me go through it. Keeping it real. Keeping it really real over here. Yes. And I tell people all the time, watch watch my life and my fucking transits. I tell you exactly what's going on because any astrologer who's sitting around acting like they shit is perfect, like they not a slave to their transits too, (laughs) at the same damn time as servicing you. Yes. They're lying. Yes, they're, they are. Okay. ABC, lying. So they going through it too. They just like you having some hard transits in your life right now. Your yep. astrologers having some too. <laughs> so, with that being said, I want to say this to the ladies: what I have discovered just in my singleness and dating and and all of that stuff. I'm gonna light my blunt mm-hmm. for this one. Girl, go Apollonia. go for it. Uh, go like for I'm it. already transfixed, but you know. <laughs> Let me get comfortable up in this room. Heard you, girl. So <laughs> this is what I've discovered, ladies, gents, single people. If you know that you are the feminine 
energy in a union. Like I, I have discovered long time ago, I'm a cap sun, Pisces moon, and I, I'm an Aquarius rising. And my Pisces moon is in the first house. It's in the Aries container. So it got a, it got a little fire thrown on it yeah. too. So, and then I'm an 11th house Kathy. So I have a lot of masculine energy. So I am an alpha female in my thinking, in my rationale, in my logic. I'm masculine there. But when it comes to my femininity and how I want to express with a man, I'm very feminine. So I can't have a man who's beta mm. and... I'm feminine because we both can't be receptives. Nah. So if you are dealing with a man who is more feminine, it doesn't mean that anything is wrong with him. It just means that he's not for you. And a lot of us have been accepting or settling for men who are more feminine than we are. And we're more receptive. Mm -hmm. You know, when you try to put the two magnets together, north, north, south, south, when you were in fifth grade, yeah. they don't match. They don't match. So you are going to have to stop allowing these men into your spaces and then trying to snap the nutsack on them because that's not their energy. That's not who they are. You can't put a bitch-made dude in a position and then get mad when he can't perform. Why the fuck did you hire him? I know that's right. Did you look at his resume before when you was doing interviews? Did you look at his resume and see what all he could do? Um, so, it. and I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of that, but now I'm in a position where if a man is in a certain level of masculinity, I don't want to deal with it. I right. don't want to deal with it, period. So going back to the placement that you had, with your ex, the sun conjunct Mars, um, perfect example, a woman like you who has the sun on your man's Mars, you would probably pick up too much of his slack because it's like, oh, well, I'm masculine where he's masculine. Fuck it. I'll just do it. Yeah. And that's what was taking away from, because every woman knows, even if you're a feminine gay guy, you know, men want to be needed. They want to feel like they have a place. They want to right. feel validated. So if your son was conjunct his moon, you took away that naturally, even when you didn't try. So say, for example, and I had similar placements with my kid's dad, too. And I would do shit like, well, I'll just get all the groceries out the car because I know when I go in the house, he's going to be sitting there not with shit on, waiting for me to come in and get the bag. So I'll just do the shit myself. We right. do a lot of that. I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it myself because it's too much of an inconvenience to ask them because they're going to act like bitches about it, all of that. That's because you're dealing with a feminine man. So if you are a woman who is naturally masculine and you want a dude like that, that's what's best for you. Yes. So you really have to look at your chart and look at how the energies are being splayed. Because for you, the next time you date somebody permanently, if your son isn't on his Mars, you're not going to feel that same energy because you're not snatching away his manhood. Right. Your son was trying to compete with his manhood. 
and you was like, shit, I'm going to shine where I need to. I ain't going to ask you before I got to shine. I'm going to just get the shit done. Then you got all your cappy shit going on. I'll just do it. Yep. And then more than likely, us as women, we put you in this position to be our man and you're not able to do it. We're going to cuss your ass out. We're going to make you feel bad about it. You ain't even doing what you're supposed to do. What you here for? Like, that's what we do. We can't get mad at them because we place them in positions. You know what you purchased? Yes. You know what you purchased. So be selective. Be selective. Run them synastry charts. I'm creating some courses now of like, okay, I done met this dude. What the fuck I need to look at? It's going to be a, a step one to ten. I done met this dude, new dude. What I need to look at? I want to teach chicks how to look at facial features because y'all asking niggas for their birth times and shit real weird out here. <laughs> and like, you can't be on the first date with a guy and be like, so where, when is your birthday? Where's you born? What time? Like, <laughs> sis, oh my God. calm down. What are you doing? Why that are you is doing a lot. I don't even have to ask. One dude, when I told him I was an astrologer, just looking at his face, and I said, hmm, I know he a Libra rising. Mm. And he knew I was into astrology. And I asked him, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, um, I'm into astrology, yada, yada, yada. I had already pinpointed. I said, okay, he a Libra rising. So he was born either between 7.45 and 9 p.m. The whole time Libra was at the ascendant. So um, I said, he said, so we were at dinner one night and he was like, so you didn't already look up my, my shit? And I was like, I mean, I glanced at it. And he was like, so how did you glance at it? You don't even have my birth time. I said, well, I don't really need your birth time because I can look at your facial features and see, you know, what I'm dealing with. Right. Said, oh, okay. So, well, what time was I born? I said, you were born anywhere between 7.45 and 9 p.m. if you were born on the East Coast. And his mouth just hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like he, and he was like, wow, I was born at 8.17. So, right. yeah, exactly. So if you're able to do shit like that, you don't even have to ask. But see, this is what I said. I want to teach. Give yourself time to simmer and brew. But the Apollonia cosmic, cosmic whatever is coming because I do want to train and credential people. I do yes. want to certify people. I want to make replicas of myself because I know my craft is unique and I do want to pass that down because I don't say, I don't claim to have all the answers. I don't want to have all the fucking answers. I need some of y'all to help with this shit too. I can't yes. be the only bitch trying to save the planet. So I need a few of us to do this and I want to certify and credential people so that the energy doesn't just stop with me because you might have the energy that's going to spark the shift Next person might have it. We might have to come come together, put our heads together to do some shit. So uh, it's, it's, I'm ready. I'm ready to give it. I'm not selfish with my knowledge. I don't hoard my information. People know I give out so much for free. You do. I give out so much free game. So I don't want people to think that it's ego-based for me because it's not. No. I want to actually do big shit with astrology. Yes. It's it's your craft. You've honed it. It's your gift. And also that gift to the collective itself is so very important. And 
I had just talked to somebody about people getting mad at people because, oh, well, it's your gift. It's your talent. So why are you charging for it? Because, bitch, I have to live. And there has to be an equal energy exchange. And you know what you're giving is valuable. So why yes. do people think that you would be like, I don't want nothing for my value? When I sit here and study and read book after book after book, and I'm a, I'm a bitch who goes and look for out of print. Yes. Out of print astrology books because for me, anything written after like 04, 05 is fluff anyway. Yeah, it is. When when the ebooks took over, motherfuckers was just throwing words the paper. Because they wanted to put out a book. Yeah. Yes. So I'm 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 separated from that that mark anyway. So I'm sitting here gathering twos and fuse old information, you know, all this kind of stuff, and I'm compiling it. Then I'm compiling it, and I'm condensing it in a language that regular old folk will understand. Yes. I read very heavy information. <laughs> so I have to process that, and how can I say this? I have to process that and spit it out to you in its most layman's terms. Yes. Because I hate when astrologers make astrology sound so woo-woo and over people's heads. That shit annoys me bad because it's like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and hum and this is what the stars are doing. And bitch, that's not life. I totally do them, agree with Do you. them transits say, I'm going to get a fucking speeding ticket this week? Do them transits say my fucking food stamps is going to get cut off? Do them transits say I got a child support case coming? Real shit. Yes. I don't have time for bullshit. Like, what are we doing this for? What are we doing this for? To talk about humming and and being one in your body until you die? Like, that's not how any of this shit works. Because if you just sit there and hum and be one in your body, you're going to get an eviction notice sooner or later. You're going to get your fucking light bill is going to be due. You try to sit there and hum for months and months and don't do shit else. Like, that shit is crazy. That's why I don't want to hear it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to collab with woo-woo motherfuckers. I don't want to do none of that because I'm trying to help people with real life shit. Real life shit. Here. Practical. Look, see, all my earth energy is like, she's speaking so practically because that's what it is. As long as it seems like it's something outside of yourself, I'm, I'm not saying that there's not a part of us that can't be in awe of this sacred science because right. my Virgo energy made me try to, when I went deep into it, I was like, ooh, so let's try to debunk this. I always think from that <laughs> level first, right? Let's see, let's see if I can find any holes in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a digital pack rat. I, when I was younger, I was a physical, like, no, anything with communication. Yeah. You know, pack rat. Because I wanted to be able to look back at an exact date and see stuff. That was the precursor to me understanding what I do now. Good, good, good exercise to do. Good exercise to do. Yo, I started learning stuff, and then I'm like, I have all these. At, when I worked in a brick-and-mortar job, the way I used to communicate with people at work and my friends was through Google Chat or on Gmail. 
I've been doing that since like 07. I started looking back at certain times and pulling the charts because I got exact times that conversations was happening. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's what confirmed the practicality for me and how you could see how certain things were happening and how if you understand the different associations with planets and with signs, you get the benefit of being able to literally see it all play out, Mm -hmm. see how it's connected. People scoff at keywords. I know there's so many. There's There's a whole ton that are associated with everything, but it's the energy behind it and why they're connected. And when you can see that, like you said, that's 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 the jewel, not this woo-woo, whatever. Nah, how yeah. can I use it and see it in my own life? I agree because I um I'm in the middle of another video I'm working on this evening. Um I'm going through my Jupiter Square, and the last time I was in the midst of this Jupiter Square was 2008. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I sat there and looked back at everything that was going on in 08 and the fucking synchronicities to now, mm. it's a different little scope or scheme. Like the meat of it will be the same loss of freedom somehow, loss of independence, feeling like you're going nowhere fast, feeling yeah. like you ain't shit. Like, Because Jupiter is your joy. Everything that makes you rich, happy, fat on the hog, that's... So if you're having a Jupiter affliction, it's hard for you to experience joy. It's hard for you to stay chipper and, okay, all that sad shit, you know? Fuck it. Optimistic, adventurous, willing to go. You just like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the meme where it was this chick standing in front of a house and she was like taking a selfie and the house was burning down and they was like sadges be like when they life falling (laughs) apart like you know and it's true because sadges will be going through some fuck shit you won't even see it they will be fucking melting inside Yeah, but they will be like let's go like you know they just laugh through the fucking pain. But yeah. when you are going through a Jupiter square or Jupiter affliction, you it's difficult to find yes. that happy space and ride it. Just like if you are a person who natally, if you natally have a Jupiter square or opposition or a quincunx, same with Venus. If you natally have a Venus affliction, it's hard to find your joy because those are the joyous planets of the zodiac that's what's gonna make you feel jolly to get up and keep doing what you got to do but when you going through a jupiter affliction shit you feel like man i ain't shit i ain't never gonna be shit i don't even know why i thought i was ever shit like so shout out to my people out there who are jupiter in aries yes jupiter in cancer jupiter in libra we have been going through a shitty Jupiter in Capricorn square. And mine is just about to clear, y'all. I'm, I got till November 25th, y'all. Like it's almost, we had the home stretch, yo. I'm counting down the days. When I tell you the days, because the similarities 
and and I you guys will watch that video or whatever when I do it it's it it's the similarities when I tell you the similarities are crazy it's eerie so you have to go back if you're having a shitty transit go back and see when that transit was happening last and It'll be different little tweaks to the situation. Yeah. But the meat of that shit all going to be the same. Yeah. And to pull it together for people, because some people have a difficult time understanding transits for, I, I, I don't know what the disconnect is always, but it seems like the part for them to understand, like you said, is the meat will be the same, but because there were other transits happening and at other times, you've got a whole set of circumstances that are helping to determine the climate of what you are navigating through. So, like, you know, but the meat of it is just the same. The yep. meat of it is just the same. And you can see your own temperament. Oh, yes. And how it's played out. And like you said, there's free will in here, too. So we, we all have the ability to either pull at the more positive aspects of certain energies or the more negative ones. You can flat out see some fuck shit you did and know I got to go to the opposite energy of that, you know, yep. or I have to handle this in a different way. So, yes. Yeah, you're right. And I'm I'm going to stand up right quick. I have to, I guess you can edit this piece out. No I problem. I'll, I'll pause it for right now. Okay, where it's supposed to flow. Yeah, energy's supposed to go where it's supposed to go. I yeah. feel like a lot of times, too, um, you know, with the readings that are available for people to get, you know, you mentioning, you know, you don't stick to time. I don't either. I'm always apologizing to people. But once you zero in on the craft of understanding the mechanics of it and becoming familiar with all the different ways that you can use astrology practically to look at different things, it, it changes your world. It really mm -hmm. changes your world. And it allows you to change the world of other people. So mm -hmm. when you do your readings, I, I want to see if this was resonant with you because I feel like it's resonant with me. Like you said, I can't just be like, oh, this is a, this is a birth chart reading. I'll notice a transit coming up for somebody. We don't even got the transit wheel now, just their wheel, just you knowing where things are. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I need to tell her about this. Or, oh, I need to tell her about that. For people to gain the skill to be able to do that somewhat for themselves mm -hmm. is important. What do you think Very. is the most important thing, like at the very basic level for anybody just kind of entering the sphere? What is the most basic thing that they should probably, or things that they should be looking at transit-wise so that they know how they're being impacted? Yeah, that's a wonderful question. And I always like to tell people something similar to that. Um, and I mentioned briefly earlier, as soon as you wake up, assess how you feel. Just you opening your eyes, getting up, taking your first pee, thinking <laughs> about what you dreamt about. Assess how you feel. Because for me... I instantly can feel if it's going to be an off day. Yeah. And when you assess that feeling, look at where the moon is mm. daily. So you can even download a moon app on your phone just for the moon. Because when you start to learn that moon first, then you can look at all the other stuff. Because for me, perfect example. <clears throat> My 
first house through my fourth house is relatively empty. I, okay. I have my moon stuff in my first house, my moon and my north node. Um, but that energy is kind of okay. I only have moon, square, Saturn, and I'm naturally a Saturnian person being a Capricorn. So that placement isn't too difficult. Right. But so the second house, my Jupiter is there. That's decent energy. Third house is empty. Fourth house is empty up until the ending where Chiron is. Chiron is that sensitive soft spot. Mm -hmm. So whenever the moon is in Gemini on my Chiron, ding, 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 Apollonia tends to have a fucked up day that day. Okay? Yeah. So paying attention to where the moon is when you're feeling shitty. When you're feeling really good and bubbly, go and look and see where the moon is. Nine times out of ten, every time when you're feeling good and bubbly, the moon is probably going to be in that spot. Now, I'm a Capricorn sun, but I'm also a Capstellium. So my sun is in Cappy, my Mercury is in Cappy, my Neptune is in Cappy, and they're mm. all tightly conjunct. Four degrees, six degrees, seven degrees, they're all together. So whenever the moon is afflicting that, meaning a square in Libra or a square in Aries, yeah. I'm like, ah, feeling a little off today. Or if it's in Cancer, which is my opposite, feeling a little off. Yeah. The moon is in the early degrees of Cancer opposing my capstellium. I'm a little off. So now you see I have Chiron and Gemini. So when the moon gets in Gemini, I'm feeling off. When, when the moon gets into the early degrees of Cancer, it's throwing off my cappy. Mm -hmm. Then we move on into my sixth house of Leo. And everybody knows your sixth house is the house of irritations. Right. Work, responsibility, obligations, all the shit you got to do on your to-do list, all that shit. That's, that's all of that. Things that pester you, annoy you. So the sixth house tends to be overwhelming. So all of us, whenever the moon is transiting your six, probably going to be a little off day for you. So look to see where your six house is and right. pay attention to where the moon is, when the moon is going to be in your six house all month. So go to the month of December and say, okay, put a big ass star on the date or alert on your phone. Hey girl, the moon going to be in the six house tomorrow. So pay attention yes. to what's going on tomorrow. Yes. That's how you do it. Absolutely. Um, same thing. So you do that with the moon every day and pay attention to your energy. So I have issues with Gemini energy in my chart. I have issues with Cancer energy in my chart. I have uh, issues with Leo energy in my chart. I have issues with Virgo energy in my chart because when it gets to Virgo, it opposes all my Pisces shit. Mm -hmm. Then I have issues with Libra energy in my chart because it squares my Kathy shit. Yeah. So the moon goes through a, a about four or five days, almost a week, where I'm off. Right. But once it gets into the later degrees of Libra and they get into Sag and Scorpio, and I'm like, oh, okay, a bitch is feeling all right. A bitch mm -hmm. is feeling all right. So, but then once it comes out of Taurus and it goes back into Gemini, 
All right, here come my down point again. Yep. So everybody, that's why they say the moon rules our emotions and our currents. Yes. Because that's what's charging you. The moon is the fastest moving planet in this, in this, in our little galaxy. Yes. He's hitting up everybody in a month. So that's why it's ruling your emotions and it's putting you through all these ebbs and flows. But if you know when your ebbs and flows are coming, you know not to do shit that week. That so is true. I need to know, okay, when the moon get in Gemini, I'm going to be having issues. I probably not need to work. That need to be my week off of work where I just chill, don't do nothing. Right. That needs to be my off, my downtime. That needs to be my downtime. And then I come back alive when it's my time again. So charting your cycles. Yes, I love that. Great and you just you just made me think to tell. That's why I say to people with cancer or cancer prominent energy, you know, even though we have the energy of all twelve signs, but for for those that have placements there, you know, heavy emphasis on you know cancer energy. That's why we could call y'all moody. Y'all ruling planet is every yep. two and a half days. Yes, new territory. Like you're going to be like. Beat <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's just, it, there's no choice. Exactly. So like you said, you coming up on a progressed cancer moon. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to naturally know, damn, I'm moody as fuck. I need to pay attention yes. to my ebbs and flows because they hitting you a little bit harder. Yes. You're more intuitive. You're picking up people's shit more so than usual. Yes. Yes. So now you are going to have to be very cognizant of your psychic abilities becoming a progressed cancer moon trying that energy on because that's the beauty of god we get to try on different energies in order to evolve every month you get a lunar return every year you get your solar return you're progressing as a soul through your progress chart yes so you're trying on all these different energies so that you can learn other people's perspective. Look how much I clown Gemini's and talk shit. Like, y'all dingy ass, scatterhead ass, won't sit y'all ass down, need to pluck y'all head. Pretty Just, much. Your busy body ass. But look at me. I'm a progressed Gemini moon. I'm like, damn, now I see why they be busy body and shit. Like, you know, it's that kind of thing. Yes, now, it is. Now I'm able to understand them a bit better now i'm able to see that it's really hard for them to focus straight yes. because all this time it's been hard for me to focus and concentrate and my cappy is cussing out my progressed gemini self like bitch sit down and get your work done and i'm like but i'm trying and i can't and i can't focus and it's that it's literally teacher to student energy Yes. In a way, or administrator to student, principal, yes. maybe. Yes. <laughs> I know. I feel you. And you're getting to feel that internally. And that's what I want people to know about why astrology is so beautiful. Because y'all be so busy thinking we're just trying to pin things to 12 signs. Yeah. Well, those are the essences and archetypes of energy. But y'all ain't even thinking about how these interact. And yes. They think that we're trying to compartmentalize or generalize. Right. And we're actually 
strumming together like a guitar flow because yes. your rhythm is different based upon your placements and how they fall. My rhythm is different based upon its placements and how it falls. So everybody has their own little unique song or sound. Yes. We're not compartmentalizing. We're not generalizing. We're observing. We're observing and we are decoding. Yes, ma'am. So. Yes, and delivering it to the masses and doing it well. And as you guys see in the way that Apollonia breaks stuff down and the importance that she places upon you using this practically, you're not going to want to miss. She has a cosmic cash event coming up. It's a live workshop. Could you tell everybody about that, please? Yes. So um, November 19th, 2020. So in about a week, I think um, I will be hosting my first or I think it's my second money workshop that I've done. But Cosmic Cash is going to be assisting you or showing you how to map when your money is coming. We mm -hmm. all want to know when are we going to get out of this financial situation? What the yes. hell is going on with the cash? So right now I have an explainer video on my YouTube channel you guys can check out where I use three celebrity examples who were rags to riches stories. Okay. And you can see it in their charts when money came, when money arrived. Like I, I use the exact dates of their big breaks. Mm. And you see in the chart how the outer planets were affecting their money because those outer planets, like I told you, that's the wild card. Yes. So if an outer planet hits one of your money planets real good for a long time because they move so slow, cash is going to come. You're just hitting my Taurus, my Venus of Taurus. Yes, girl. It is time. What? How many degrees is your Venus? It's eight, no, four degrees. So it's been hit it, but you know, it's going retrograde. So it's going yeah, there and then yeah, it's going to yeah. go over it. But yes. Oh, yes. So this is definitely good timing for you to do your jazz. And if the money ain't hitting how it's supposed to hit, I want you to look at what is afflicting that Venus at the same time. Gotcha. Because the planet that's afflicting that Venus and what it rules is what's blocking you. And Got if you, you need help to do that, ask me when we get off air. But no problem. But this is the type of shit it sounds like that's why people need to be in this cosmic cash course. Yes. <laughs> why? Because and that's a great point because we are if you if you buy your basic seats, you can come learn, take notes, information. But if you buy the upcharge of the seat, you get the replay and you get to be a live example on camera. So just like right. I was attempting to talk to Janet here or Janet. It's Janet, yes, I know. Look, when people see my name, it, it my mom had to be fancy. <laughs> so you can be a live example on camera, just like Janet, like we were talking to look at when money is coming through. Yes. Um, because it it happens for all of us, but of course, other things matter and tie in because you could be living in a fucked up money zone. You could be having bad transits in the same time. So, but we're going to look at all of that. And I really want to explain that to people because I want to talk money more with people. Okay. I want to talk more practical. I want to talk more tangible. I know we love the dirt. We love the juice. I love doing celebrity readings. I love doing synastry, all of that stuff. But I want to do 
major financial things with astrology. Um, I'm also going to be releasing a Facebook group coming up for gambling astrology. So if you are interested in gambling, even if, and I'm not saying you got to be the chick that live at the casino or anything, (laughs) but if you buy yourself a little mega million here or there, or you play a little three digit that you didn't drink before, I want you in this group because we're going to play with all of our transits. And we're going to look at everybody's transits. We're going to see when everybody winning. So when it's time for one of us to have a good transit, we're going to have us a little gambling pool, and we're going to send them niggas to get the Mega Millions for us this week. Oh, and yes. That's how we're going to win, okay? <laughs> that's how we're going to do it. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing. More yes. money talk, more cosmic gambling, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of people wouldn't have even probably thought that was something that they could look at astrologically. That's why I told you, expand your mind. Everything you could, you can look at it astrologically with food. You can look at it, like I told you earlier, with weather. You can look at it with gambling. You can look at it with uh, gynecology. Your yes. Vaginas. You can look at it with everything. Don't limit yourself. Bust your brain wide open and find your little avenue. Yes. Your avenue. Because you don't have to just be selling your astrological services or your spiritual services to individuals. You can sell it to companies. You can sell it to research agencies. If you into science, do your cosmic science with your astrology and sell that shit to research companies. Like, Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. There's so much. There's just so much. The value, like, if you're not gleaning a value for it at this point, I listen. But if it calls to you, most certainly, you know, there, there are so many levels to this. And it's so beautiful to open these different layers so that people can understand how they impact their lives. And not only that, the lives on everybody, everybody going on around you. Like, once you yep. can master knowing what's going on with your transits and your stuff, then you know why other people are acting the way that they're acting because you'll see how the energy is affecting them, how it's impacting us on a global scale, you know, all of that. I agree. And once you, like I said, play with that moon daily, look and see when your children are acting out and where is their, where is the moon for them? Where is the moon for you? If your spouse is acting out on certain times, Look and see where the moon was and see if they act stupid every time the moon get there. If you just start doing that alone, you will see the synchronicities and that will encourage you to dig deeper because you're going to know, you're going to start learning. All right, the moon going to be in Gemini next week. Every time the moon go in Gemini, my husband start acting like a bitch. You're going to notice it already. Yes. And you're going to be able to pinpoint it. So that alone is going to train you to have an eye for the energies. And not only are you going to know the energies, you're going to know how they feel. Mm-hmm. When the moon be in cancer, I feel like this. When the moon be in Leo, that's when I want to cook for my kids and I want to love on them and get them kisses. You're going to know how it feels. So now you're going to be able to read transits better than an astrologer who just reading it by the book 
because mm-hmm. you know how it feels. That's the difference. That's why sessions with me are so different because I pay attention to the feelings. That's my Pisces moon. Yeah. I'm not a textbook astrologer. I write my own shit. I tell people all the time, I write my own rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I delineate, I write my own shit off of my feelings. Yeah. And me tapping into it. So do that for you. Do that for you. Because how Gemini make me feel don't make you feel that way. Because that's my fourth house. It might be your 10th. Yeah. It might be your eighth. So do it based upon that. There's there's so much there that can guide us appropriately and have us navigate the astrological weather well. You just yeah. got to be aware of it. And that's what this study gives us the ability to do. And it's, it's more than a blessing. And what I want to ask you, um, for anybody that's interested in the money course, I'm going to post the photo for it so you guys can see the information oh, as yeah, well yeah. as the links to it. You want me to, to screen it. share? Let me see. You can. I'm going to say, because I can definitely post up the picture. I can edit it in. I want them to see. Okay, perfect. You can do that, too. It's up to you. Whatever is simplest, my dear. What Are there any requirements or prerequisites for um, anybody's astrological knowledge, or will this be for anybody? Oh, no. So, yeah, most of my courses as of lately, all of them really, have been um, beginner-friendly. So, okay. um, if you are intermediate or advanced, I apologize in advance for any redundancy or things that you know, because I do take a person from zero to a hundred. And I like to do that because even some of the novice or intermediate and advanced astrologers, they learn little nuances as well. Zero to a hundred. So, um, but I am looking to make courses geared for people who are more intermediate in advance. Um, I'm, okay. I'm working on that to the people watching and listening, but right now, most of my courses have been from beginner's level. So you don't have to have any knowledge. I'm going to show you how to pull your chart. I'm going to show you what you need to look at, how to extract the information. We're going to do all of that, um, in the cosmic cash course. And, um, like I said, my video that's currently up, up on my YouTube channel, you can find it, the astrology lady on YouTube and the flyer is there. Um, right on, you know, the video thumbnail. So you guys will actually see um, examples in real time of the examples that I use of the celebrity charts. So if you are advanced, you can go ahead and and knock it out already. You know, I I gave that to you guys. But if you would like some more detail and information, Mm -hmm. then you can come and sit in the class. That is a not miss, especially if we're talking about money. If there's one thing that unites people, into some form of curiosity. They want to know when their money is coming. Oh, yes, we all do. We all want to know when our money is coming and when that dick coming, that love <laughs> That's what we're supposed to know. And I get it. That's what, that's the only outlets we have being in, in, in fucking bodies. That's the only yeah. outlet we have. But I like to tell all of my clients, there is nothing you're going to get that you really want from your place of comfort. That's true. So when you come to Appy, Appy is going to 
try to push you out of your place of comfort. Get it, Abby. That's Uranus and Taurus energy right there, too. That electric yes. hit and that fixed earth, like... Girl, and Uranus and Taurus taking a lot... Teaching a lot of these fixed folks get Woo! your... Like, yes. literally, people who have been stuck in situations for 10, 20 years, girl, they are getting jolted out of this world. Yes. And I'm just looking at them like, you thought you was going to be able to do that forever? Abra. <laughs> I'm looking somebody at that the, like... Yes, I, I say it all the time. It's like somebody pulls out the cattle prod and, and uses it, use it on the bull because that's what's happening to y'all. Ain't it? Yes. They are, they are shook. shook. And, I, and I'm not saying that in a harsh way, Taurus folk, because <laughs> Taurus moon's been going through it, Taurus risings. Yes. True. Girl, and I love Taurus men. I said I'm probably gonna have to not fuck with them for like the next seven years. I'm gonna have to I ain't gonna be able to deal with y'all till Uranus get out of y'all sign because Tauruses is not feeling real Taurusy right now. <laughs> exact the moon though. I agree. They feeling real Aquarian, real who is you? A real hopper who this woman is. <laughs> That's how they feeling. And I can't with them right now. So, and I know they are going through so much, like the roots are being snatched out of Taurus's asses and they are not taking it well. Not at all. They hate, if any sign of the Zodiac hates change, it's Taurus's low the fucking change. Yes. Like, change? And then I feel like they have to be careful because I put everything back to the bull. I swear to God. We say, okay, the bull doesn't move from where it is unless it wants to. But then if it's charging at you, good luck getting it to stop. So sometimes change, like they got to be especially careful because if you get spurred to a place of discomfort that puts you in direct movement that's nonstop, that's dangerous territory to be in if you're not headed in the right direction. You know what I mean? I agree. And it's that it's that stubbornness that you just mentioned that oh a Taurus don't move if they unless they want to. But ha ha meet Uranus. <laughs> Eat Uranus, bitch. Yes. You're gonna move today, ho. You're <laughs> going to move. So all of that stubbornness and I'm just gonna dig my hooves in and get my way. Nope, you not. Nope. Not right now, you not. So Uranus is teaching them a lesson, and this is a lesson that Taurus is needed. Yes. I feel for y'all, I do. And trust me, I'm a Pisces moon, so Uranus done rolled over my moon, so I know what y'all going through. Oh, yes. When Uranus blows past your fucking moon, you're going to be crying a lot. You just going to be looking to the sky saying, why? Why? <laughs> like, that's all of that. <laughs> Them outer planets ain't nothing to play with. No, they like to stick around and fuck with you too. I can't wait for Pluto to get out my fourth goddamn house. I am, first of all, no. you know how much I moved? It is like, no, okay. You set, set, oh, you set ground there. Okay, no, we're going to jump that down. Okay, here's another one. Uh, it's been great for whole, family healing. Throw the whole house yeah, away. Yeah, throw the whole like, house away. That's like, that's been going on, well, it started in my third house in 2008, but I'm just like, 
and it's still going to be going on when Pluto goes into Aquarius. So I'm like, holy shit. So at least I'm, I'm I feel for you, boo. Pluto in the fourth, yeah, that's moving too much. That you can't get your, you can't build roots. Pluto is like, what's roots? Yeah. What the fuck, what the fuck you need roots for? Why you, what the fuck you want stability for, bitch? Who says stability? Like, I can't. Like, <laughs> no. That's what Pluto is saying. Like, yes. uprooting it all. And it and, means it in Capricorn. It's like the boss delivering the badass fucking news. It don't care. what I say. Yeah. What the, what did I say? Did you hear me? Like I don't. All right, listen. Oh, you want to come in here and keep talking to me about stability? <laughs> <laughs> That's Pluto in the fourth all day. Yeah. But when Pluto getting your fifth, you no, I can't wait. You gonna be having fun. The turn up is gonna be real. You might get a strip pole in your bedroom. Girl. I'm for it. I'm for it. Anything but this constant. I'm like, I don't even get used to know where I'll be. The uh, most intense love affair you've ever had. Pluto in the fifth. Oh, that's right. Because this is the ple- that's the pleasure house. Yes. That's the casual sex and date. Yes. You Ooh. girl, that you gonna meet some otherworldly dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. I, I'll take the other world, worldly Aquarius. Girl, I don't know if I want that. That'll have me doing crazy <laughs> things, girl. You know us Cappies, we do not like to be dignitized. We that want is true. The, oh, th- that that can't happen because then your, your control, your sense of um, authority over yourself is abandoned. Yes. That can't be abandoned. Exactly. You can't control me that way. No. You can't, you can't sleep, can't think. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> I got shit to do. I can't. Damn sure do. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Very true. So I'm looking forward to that for you. Pluto in the fifth, that's going to be exciting. And Pluto is probably going to bring you a nice, good old bad boy. He might be a little reformed thug. Hopefully he got some Method Man swag, you know. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. But you, y'all see, like, listen, this, you can say this is just a conversation because it is. It's a chat and chill, but the perspective, yes. what it's flavored with, with the, the astrology, what you can see and how we can relate the different yes. things, just speaking the language of astrology. Mm-hmm. So important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you but, feel called to understand it deeper, then let's just joke about people's placements. This is the benefit. Yes, yes. We can have fun with it. We can talk our shit. But as long as you're retaining and you're applying, retaining and applying, even if you are watching one of your favorite TV shows and you notice, hmm, that smile looks like such and such smile. Let me Google that person's chart. Oh, they're a Virgo just like my cousin that smiles like that. Now you're identifying that smile with Virgo energy. Yes. It's those kind of things. Noticing little nuances, people's eyes, people's demeanor. It's That's what's going to teach you. That's why I'm so finely chiseled at pegging people's ascendants because I watched and observed for so long. Mm-hmm. Looked at the shapes of people's teeth the round of their nose, the shape of their eyes, ear sizes, neck shapes. 
if they ain't got no net, then it's usually some fucked up ass water afflictions and because the throat is, you know, the throat is Taurus. Yes. It's either earth or water bad afflictions that make a person have a short ass neck. Gotcha. I look at little shit like that (laughs) that other people don't pay attention to. So then if you notice a bunch of people in your family, friends, or celebrities with short ass necks, I learned that by looking at their charts and comparing and seeing the similarities. Okay, every time I see that, that means short neck. Mm-hmm. That. That's both come together. Play. Yeah. And then that also brings to the subject of people, you know, a lot of people want to talk about in astrology groups on Facebook and elsewhere, you know, they're, they're big three. And then, oh, let me see all the risings. This tells you why that part is so important. I don't think a lot of people get it because... If it is this impression that you're making to the outside world when they encounter you, you know, I always tell people to opposite the first house, which is about other people. So you, how are other people taking you? That's your physical appearance. That's your demeanor. It's everything that you say. So I think that cements the lesson and the importance of the rising and the fact that it's setting the tone for your entire fucking chart. Because some people are like, why do you need my birth time? Uh, or, or why do we even need one of those? Because mm-hmm. that's going to determine your entire chart. Yeah. And I, I love how that sticks out because it makes it even more interesting to people. There, there are more things to look for. Some people don't even know. There's a whole astrology in the face. Yeah, exactly. And you, you hit a really good point. The time and geographical location is important because it changes that ascendant. Yes. And you can be born at the same exact time as somebody in the UK and their chart is set up differently than yours because of that geographical location. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, think about your chart as a circular thermostat on the wall. <clears throat> and that's everybody's chart. So you can finally twist it, tune it. That's why relocation astrology is so important because if you want a different experience, change your ascendant. If you want a different experience, change your ascendant. Because right. where you were born, you are a certain rising sign or ascendant. But if you move to Cali, you are now a different rising sign and ascendant. Yes, ma'am. Because your, your energy shifts based upon where you are at that moment. That's why it's so important. So you move somewhere else, you're getting a whole different experience. Your aspects are the same, but now that energy is shifted to different houses. So if you, where you live now, if your money is fucked up, look at your money houses. What's going on up in there? Okay, where do I need to move to switch that money energy out of there and bring Mm -hmm. something more positive there? Your money will naturally get better there just by design. Yes. That's why you can move to certain places and your money was good. You move somewhere else, the shit is fucked up happened to me all the time before I was even into relocation or astrology I moved around all the time and I used to sit there and think about yeah whenever I go back there my shit always gets fucked up and this happened and that this was before I even knew then when I started to study relocation astrology and I started comparing and contrasting the different cities I lived in and I started looking at the charts I'm like oh see 
Saturn was in my eighth there. That's why every time I go there, my shit get fucked up. You know, yeah. it starts to make sense. So you have to look at all of those little things. So it's layers to this onion, but it's only about five or six layers, but knowing the different layers and, and having a good feel of them, you get all the answers or most of the answers that you need. I agree. Listen, y'all. You're going to have to have me back. <laughs> no, you're going to have to come back often because I feel like there's things that people want to hear about and that they want to talk about. And I hate talking about stuff by myself. I feel like. So do a poll. Do a poll of what people want to hear about. Okay. And you can formulate your questions based upon that. Good. Cause, I and like I'm always it like, so much better. I love when people can ask me questions versus me freestyling. And Got I feel you. Like my lives and my. We my can certainly do. Like we can people. certainly go live. Yes. For we can certainly go live for the people. That interaction is definitely very important. Yeah. So yes, we have to set something up with so that. So you schedule I, us a live stream. You got your homework to do. I didn't gave you some business jewels off screen. You 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 on it, sis. And I'm so happy you. for you. I'm ready for you to do all the stuff that you're supposed to do. You have that talent. You ask amazing questions. Perfect interviewer. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I so appreciate you. Oh, no, I'm yes. going to ask you on so often because I, <laughs> my whole scope when I started this, again, all I could see is it wasn't solely about me. It was about the people that inspired me. It was about the people that I learned from. It was about being able to talk about spirituality and tie it into astrology and, and really get the most out of it and dig in there like deep. And yeah, you, like you are, you help people bring that forth. I, I've attended workshops she's done. I've always seen her lives. Like <laughs> she is constantly like, if you're not picking up jewels, you don't want them. Yeah. And what's the point? That's why I said we're just not, we're not just sitting here massaging our minds with woo woo shit. Yeah. If it ain't, if you can't make your life better and you're not applying it. You know how many times astrology has saved my ass? Saved my ass. Yes, ma'am. So, and I'm not saying you're going to be able to save every ass lashing because you can't, but it helps you to know what's happening. You can calculate when it's going to be over. When is it? Because I, same example I used earlier, I'm going through my Jupiter square Jupiter. So, I know not to put too much grunt work into everything I'm doing because that energy is going to be resisted. Yes. So I know, okay, it's going to be over November 25th. Now I need to go hard in the paint. But a person that doesn't know what's happening, they put in all their good energy and grunt work into the shit and it ain't the time for that. And now they didn't exhausted those resources that were supposed to be used or could have been used once the energy cleared. Yes. So knowing your cosmic weather, or shall I say cosmic traffic, knowing your cosmic traffic is what's going to help you the most. Yes, indeed. She's she just be telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, you need to listen. It's like, it's, it's some serious shit. This is not a joke. Yeah. This is not a joke. And I'm going to definitely have you come back on. 
I can't, I just can't wait. And I'm excited. I'm going to come in and get your course too, just because I like to hear you say things. And like you said, it doesn't matter what level of astrology a person is on. Hearing somebody describe something in a different way than, you know, I've heard it or I've made it make sense to myself only unlocks little, it's like popcorn kernels just start Mm -hmm. popping. And that really helps you because we don't, a lot of people don't have a lot of people in their lives on the day to day that they can have these sort of conversations with. Yep. You know what I mean? Where we can be like, we're talking astrology, using it practically. Some people don't get that experience at all with anybody they know. Yep. And, you know, it helps to be in conversation and in flow with it. So I'm going to put that flyer yeah. back up. All her information is going to be up too. If you want to tell everybody right now where to find you, please do. Yes, you guys can, um, you can reach out to me directly. Um, apples at theastrologylady.com. My website is theastrologylady.com. Um, Instagram, Facebook, the astrology lady. If you know me personally, or if you follow any of my Facebook family or, um, my colleague, Rabina, her group is real talk and I'm a pivotal figure there. Um, Real Talk Astrology, and um, I'm Apollonia Smith on Facebook. That's my government. I don't try to hide who I am or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm a regular smegular person who, you know, has a gift of astrology. That's it. <laughs> um, so my website, again, The Astrology Lady, Instagram, The Astrology Lady, and on Twitter, Miss Astrology 44, because The Astrology Lady wouldn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all my social media deeps. Um, like I said, I talk to people all the time. If you have any questions or concerns, um, I'm really personable. You can hit me up, but if you are asking free questions, it takes me time to get back to you. Cause it's a lot of y'all, Yeah. But, um, you know, so, and I have to attend to my paid customers first, but I am always open to chatting and, you know, I give my energy as much as I can. Cause I remember when I was on my course, I ain't have nobody to help me. So I try to be that figurehead that can help people and, you know, guide a little bit where I can. But um, yeah, that's that's me. And hello to all the newbies. If I don't know you, if you were part of the Star Troop, what's good? Hey, how y'all doing? Um, yeah, so I think that's it. And I'm, I'm, I want to say this, that I'm attempting to come to everyone in a more teaching capacity. Um, like I said earlier, I minored in education, so me being a Sag Midheaven teaching has always been my thing. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I can see um, that. Always. So that's the capacity I want to help people in. I'm cool with one-on-one sessions, but I would much rather do it from a group setting where we can learn more together. Guys, there's going to be so much more to come with her. I feel it. Yes. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of shit in works. We got a lot of shit in works. Yes, you need to listen. And I'm telling y'all, she's the perfect person for this sort of stuff because of what she just said. She knows what that gift is. She feels where that gift is. And she can prove it to you and show it to you astrologically. She's living her energy. Yeah. Truly and fully. So, like, y'all are in for a treat. Please check her out. I'll post all of her links in the description. And we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Thanks so much. Oh, you're so welcome, babe. No problem.
preceding segment was recorded on November 11th, 2020. To make sure that you don't miss the Astrology Ladies Cosmic Cash, When Will My Money Show Up? workshop, please go to bit.ly slash Cosmic Cash 2020 to reserve your seat. This is a workshop that is taking place, a live workshop on your financial transits, taking place on November 19th, 2020 at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Again, go to bit.ly slash Cosmic Cash 2020 to register.